Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Always glad that you are with me. So this, if you missed the first one, I am uploading two podcasts on the same day, like in the same sitting. I'm separating my thoughts on the day and Lane Kiffin with a couple of players. So if you missed Lane Kiffin, uh, his time at the podium, as well as my thoughts on how the day went, all that good stuff, uh, you can find this on this feed. It's already uploaded for you. It's already there. So if you missed it, it's there. Again, I'm doing two at the same time. Probably not the best idea, but... You know, I've got a lot of stuff to do and only a little time to do it. So this is how I figured uh, I would for whatever that's worth to you. Either way, I'm glad that you guys are with me. Thank you so much for tuning in. This one will be Cedric Johnson and Jonathan Mingo, uh, their media availabilities. Uh, Both of those guys were quite impressive. Uh, There's a reason they were chosen for something like this. They're impressive guys. Uh, You forget they're college kids sometimes. Uh, Anyway, good stuff. So I'll play both of those for you. Uh, Again, if you want my thoughts about how the day went, what Kiffin said, all that stuff, that's in the other upload today. So uh, go find that. But in the meantime, if you want to hear from Jonathan Mingo and Cedric Johnson, stick right here. Uh, But I do have to tell you the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you're in the market for office technology anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, if it's tech, if it's in the office and you want, the, if you want it or need it, absms.com is the website. You tell them I sent you, you get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need, if it's copiers and printers or mail machines or cloud storage, data security, if it's tech, if it's in the office and you need it and you tell them I sent you, you'll get it assessed absolutely free on me. absms.com is the website. The podcast is also brought to you by LBs, just across from Kroger on University Avenue right there in Oxford. If you're going to be doing any grilling, the weather, guys, looks amazing. It looks, well, okay, that's an overstatement. It looks good for grilling weather if you've got a little bit of heat tolerance, okay? You've got mid to upper 90s this weekend in Oxford. Uh, That's hot, don't get me wrong, but the sun is going to be out, so take your shirt off, enjoy some time on the grill, cooking with meat. Again, LB's just across from Kroger and University in Oxford, the best selection of meat in this state. They've also got great sides, daily lunch specials. Those are Monday through Friday. But if you're going to be cooking with meat, LB's and the Greg and the good people there at LB's uh, will hook you up. So uh, a little bit different. These are just uh, a couple of players for you. Again, more elongated thoughts on Lane Kiffin and all that good stuff is coming your way uh, or has already come your way. So check that out. But here is Jonathan Mingo. I'll start with Mingo and then Cedric Johnson will follow after that meeting with the media today, previewing the season, uh, all that good stuff. So here that is now. And I'll see you guys again on Wednesday. I'll ask the first to respond out there. You had a little bit of an injury situation last year. It was the first time in your career you went through something. How are you now, and how frustrating was it last year? Uh, I'm good now. I'm uh, blessed to be back on the field. And, uh, what was the second question again? Uh, was it frustrating? And you're... 
First uh, time you had to go through an injury. Uh, you know, it's always frustrating being an injury because you know you worked so hard all, all season. So it was kind of hard just being out. It was right before the Alabama game, so that's a game you look forward to all, all season. So I just had to put my head down, just pray about it, and I knew God was going to put me in the right path so I can get back healthy. Okay. Any questions here? Okay, how about the front row here? A.P. Stedham, WHEP, Foley, Alabama. Uh, Jonathan, what is it like to be a receiver in a Lane Kiffin offense, and what's been the most challenging thing for you being a receiver in the SEC? Uh, it's a blessing to be a receiver of Coach Kiffin because, you know, receivers, we are his babies. So he puts us in the right position every week to get open, and he loves getting receivers the ball. So in his offense, you just got to play fast and just be ready for a new change every other drive because he's, he's always cooking something up. So we just got to be ready to receive him. Uh, you just gotta be, you just gotta be detailed, cause you know everybody has talent in the SEC. It's the hardest conference in the uh, country, so you just gotta make sure your techniques is right, be able to read the coverage, and make sure you're in the right position at the right time, cause nothing comes easy in the SEC. Okay, to your left in the second row, uh, Jonathan Joe Cook, uh, WAPT in Jackson. For you, coming into this season, you know, coming off that injury, you're one of the top returning receivers. I guess, how motivated are you to, you know, really lead this receiving group, you know, with all the departures that you guys had at that position? Well, it's definitely something I'm ready to fulfill. You know, I've been behind a lot of great receivers in the years before, in the years in the past, so I'm ready to take over their leadership spot in the receiving room and be the right example and show how the younger guys how it's supposed to be done. If you're a defensive coach planning to play against the Kiffin offense, what do you think is, is the hardest thing to prepare for? Uh, probably being in shape because we play fast. So mm-hmm. we play fast. We try to get them tired. So you just got to be in shape for us. And it's, it's kind of hard to outsmart Kiffin. So you just got to be ready for any tricks he's going to throw up his sleeve. Okay. Like just being a kid from Brandon High School and, you know, going to the SEC and playing for Ole Miss, but also, you know, being here at SEC Media Days, you know, your first time here. Oh, it's a blessing to be here. It's something I always dreamed of as a kid, especially coming from Brandon, because, you know, the state of Mississippi, we're a slept-on state. So it's always a blessing to be in the role I know. I'm just trying to be inspiration to the kids. And just this year, we're trying to be the best team we can possible. So it's just a blessing to be here. Okay, on the front row. Jonathan, can you give a self-scouting report on your abilities, and what can you say about the quarterback dynamic in the competition that's being held at Ole Miss right now? Uh, my abilities in my game, I feel like I can contribute in a lot of ways. I'm not, I don't feel like I'm just like a deep ball threat. I feel like I can get open in any type of route. I can run the whole route tree, and I feel like I'm a 5-2 receiver. I got all the tools I can to be the best receiver I can be. And what was the second question again? Uh, it's a good battle. You know, you got Jackson and Luke, both of them young quarterbacks. Both of them been working pretty hard the whole offseason. So it's always a blessing to have two quarterbacks instead of one. You got two people you can depend on. So I've been getting my chemistry down with them this offseason. And whoever the coaches pick at the end of the, in the five count, I'll be behind them. But, you know, for me, my job doesn't change. My job is to get open and catch the ball. So it doesn't matter who's throwing the ball. This is the, the goal remains the same. What challenge does, does of, of an up-tempo offense is, is it for you as a receiver? What are the biggest challenges? You say that again? Uh, the, the biggest challenge of having an up-tempo offense for a receiver like you? Mental, physical? It's just, you got to think fast. You can't, like, 
you can't be celebrating after the play because we try to go as fast as possible. So we're trying to, as soon as the play is over with, we're trying to get the ball to the ref and get the next play. So you got to be in shape for this offense. Mm-hmm. You got to be physically ready for it, mentally ready for it, because you got to read coverages on the fly. So it's something you train for in the offseason. So, but we're prepared for it. So when the game comes, it'll be easy to us, and the other team's not ready for it. We have a question in the back room. Dan Peck, ESPN 106.7 in Auburn. Uh, it seems like Ole Miss has added a lot of veteran players in the transfer portal who are competing to be on different spots on offense. What's it like uh, integrating veteran players you know, from, from other systems and, and working with them and, and sort of helping bring along guys that, that maybe have played as much college football as you? Uh, it's fine. You know, the transfer portal brought in other receivers. You know, it's good to have experience. So, you know, we lost a lot of people last year. We're losing Braylon and John. So we got a lot of young guys. So it's good that we have other receivers that came in from different schools that have playing experience. So it won't be so much pressure on the younger guys. So bringing in transfer portal is good and bad. It's not really bad, but it's good to have people around you. But at the end of the day, the goal is the same. So you can't really just look at it as another guy coming in. You just got to look at it. We're trying to win. So they make sure everybody on the same page. Okay, back in the second row. Joe Cook, WAPT again. Um, you mentioned the quarterback battle. What, what are the differences that you've seen between Jackson and, and Luke? Not not from a negative standpoint, but just you know the differences in ability or just things that you're seeing during this quarterback competition. Uh, they're pretty much similar. Their games are like they can both mobile. They both accurate and accurate throwing. Got a good feel for the defense. It's really kind of hard to pick them apart. It's probably something you just gotta just pick apart during the course of file count. You have good size for receiver. Is there anybody in the pros or, or anybody specifically you model your game after or study? Uh, I like to watch all Ole Miss receivers, so A.J., D.K., Elijah, mm-hmm. anybody that played the Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I grew up an A.J. Green fan, but mm-hmm. I like to model my games after all the Ole Miss receivers. Just, mm-hmm. just try to take little things from that game that can help mine. Okay, get in the back row. Some of us remember A.J. Green here, so it makes us feel old when you say you grew up as a fan of him. But it's, uh, do you keep in contact with some of the Ole Miss receivers that have moved on to the NFL? Do you ever, do you ever uh, talk with any of those guys? Yeah, I talk to them whenever I get a chance. You know, they have a, it's a busier schedule once you get to the NFL, but whenever they had time, I always try to ask them a little tips that can help my game. Okay. Can you tell us one of the best tips? It's a lot. Just get open, really. And just, you got to be receiving to understand the science of it. Just, you just got to read people. Just probably like reading the DB, reading their tendency, reading their feet, reading their hips. Just taking little things from everything you see in the game, reading the defense. Do we have any other questions? You came a long way. That's all we're going to have. Let's oh, get another one back here. One of the more memorable games of the season last year was your trip to Knoxville. Uh, any memories uh, you guys have, uh, any memories you have of the uh, of the game at Tennessee last year? Oh, yeah, that was an exciting game. It was a crazy atmosphere, but that's definitely one for the books. <laughs> okay, Jonathan, thank you. I right, appreciate y'all. So far, it's been going. Attitude? It's been going good. Um, right now, we've just been working out, um, doing sprints, staying conditioned for the season, getting ready. Um, a lot of a lot of player meetings, a lot of player um, player development. Like just us by ourselves, trying to get each other better, trying to keep forming that brotherhood, so we can 
So it'll be a great team this year. Okay, we have a question in the second row. Uh, you know, when you look at last year, how you know how you guys ended and finished, do you feel like that was just um, a huge springboard? And, and how do you feel like you can build off the success last year and, and be even better? Um, I feel like us continue to have a bond as a brotherhood. Just continue to stick together and work together, and not have any animosity with each other. You know, with the new transfers, it could be. It could be some different things, so I feel like just standing together as a unit, inviting new transfers in, welcoming them in, loving them, I feel like that's just the biggest thing. What are the biggest strides you've made in your career there going into this year? Um, I feel like I'm a lot more confident this year. Just going off of starting last year, I feel like I know exactly what I need to do. Um, Joiners, he's he's honing in on the skills I need, my pass rush ability, my run block ability. I feel like we're just gonna. I'm just gonna have a great year this year. Okay, on the second row again. Uh, what do you remember from uh, the A&M game when when you played Texas A&M, and how do you feel like that team is? I mean, how much of a challenge, I guess, would it be to you know playing them again this year? Uh, I feel like it's gonna be a big challenge. I feel like we're gonna be ready for it, though. We prepared our preparation. I remember for that game was everybody was dialed in, locked in every day from the, the week before before that game ended. Everybody was just locked in, knew it was going to be a big game. So I feel like that was the biggest thing. Over here on the right, the third row. You got a new defensive coordinator, obviously, with Durkin going to A&M. So twofold, what was a DJ Durkin defense like, and what's the differences uh, for you guys this offseason so far learning a new defense? Um, I feel like his defense, um, it was pretty good. We were kind of locked in our three-down situation. Um, but I feel like we did what we could. We did what we had to do, and we did everything we could. And I feel like with the new defensive coordinator, CP, he was already there. So I feel like him stepping up, for us, it was just like welcoming not a new guy in. It, was, it would be different if we had a completely new guy. So I feel like him just stepping in, we already knew him. We already loved CP. So it was just like, hey, you're the guy, <laughs> you're the guy now. And I feel like he's bringing in a lot more. Um, aggression is going to be a lot more fun for everybody. He has a lot more packages. We're going to be a lot more multiple. So I feel like everybody's going to have fun. To your left on the second row. Um, with the NIL situation, how is that handled in your guys' locker room? Um, I'm sure you're aware of who's getting what. How do you guys handle just knowing that some guys are starting to bring in some money and maybe some other guys aren't? Um, I mean, it's just really like um, – I say just giving, giving, not giving someone their props, but just, just knowing and respecting that they, they got that. I mean, it's not really a jealousy thing. Like, we're all brothers. His success is my success. Like, I'm just happy for the next man to, for him to be making some money, you know. And, I, and they're, the coaches, they're preparing us, and our staff, they prepare us. They bring in people to talk, talk about NIL, like um, things we never even considered, like having to do, like the taxes, a W-2 form. So they're... They're teaching us everything and informing us everything with everything we need to know. What kind of pressure does a Lane Kiffin offense put on a defense? I feel like it puts a lot of pressure on us. Uh, of course, with them going in it, going down for, going down. What am I trying to say? Going for it on fourth down. I'm sorry, but them going for it on fourth down that puts pressure on us. But he trusts in the players. He trusts in the offense to go for it. And if they don't get it, he trusts in the defense to go after them and get the stop. What were the top three reasons that someone said, why should I play for Coach Kiffin? What would you tell them? i say, well, he's trusting the players for one. He's extremely smart. He knows exactly what he's trying to do. He's going to put, us in, he's going to put you in the right positions. And um, 
You got a lot of swag. So I think that's it. Okay. Another question here on the right. Do you guys talk, you know, before the season kind of about, you know, what expectations, you know, realistic goals? I mean, where do you see this team, um, you know, at the end of the season? Where do you see, you know, your guys' projection? Um, expectations where we're trying to go to the playoffs. We're trying to go all the way. That's that's what we talk about as a unit. So, I mean, we got the blueprint. We won 10 games. We're trying to go further. We're going to take that blueprint. We're going to tweak what we need to to make it better and go from there. What was the attitude around campus when the baseball team won a title? Crazy. Like, you can feel the energy. It's just crazy. Like, even on social media, just the whole campus, you can feel it. Just the energy is just radiating throughout everywhere. We have Cedric for a few more minutes. Any other questions? Okay, another one here on the right. Yeah, when you say you you, you know you won ten games, that's a blueprint. Um, what um, I guess this off season, have you seen specifically that gives you confidence that you guys are ready to take a you know even another step past what you've already done? I feel like the depth that we got. I mean, um, we got so many guys now that can do do what the next do, or the starting guy is doing. So I feel like if I get tired, I got another guy behind me that's doing the same thing. Or I got Tavis right next to me who can eat just like I can. So I feel like the depth, and it's just breeding competition. So the next man is making me better, and I'm making him better. It's the same with our quarterbacks. Like, we don't know who this guy is going to be, but it's whoever it's going to be, they're going to be at their best because they're bringing out the best in each other. To your left on the front row. A.P. Stedham, WHEP, Foley, Alabama. Uh, you're from Mobile. Yes. What does that mean for you to, to represent that part of the country in Mobile? And what have you tried to do this summer to be a better player? Um, it's an honor, for one, to be from Mobile, Alabama, and playing here. Um, what, what was the second part of your question? I'm sorry. Oh, um, I think just locking in on the small details, I feel like, I think I'm I'm gonna get I'm faster, stronger than I was, but I feel like it's the small things that are really gonna take my game to the next level, like my pass rush ability, run blocking, just the small fund fundamentals between that, um, watching film in different ways, and just asking my coach certain things to help me get better, what he thinks I need to do to get better. So, to your left on the back row, Cedric uh, Dan Peck, ESPN 106.7 in Auburn. Seems like a common thread with a lot of schools is you have a quarterback competition between somebody who was on the team last year mm-hmm. and somebody who's arrived via the transfer portal. Ole Miss, no different with uh, with with Altmyer and uh, and Jackson Dart. What what have you seen from from your quarterbacks and, and especially Jackson? You know, if he were to win the job, what do you think he would bring to the offense? Uh, I feel like he would bring he bring a lot of energy. He's he's very energetic. He brings a lot of energy. Um, He's uh, really has a really strong arm. He could throw that thing deep. But um, I feel like whoever this guy's going to be, like I said, he's going to be at his best. Like Luke, he brings a lot to the table. Jackson brings a lot to the table. And they're, they're friends also, but they know at the end of the day, like one of us has to get this spot. I'm going to make you better, and you got to make me better. So We have another question here on the right. You talked about Lane Kiffin's swag. Um, you know, he's – he, he talks a lot with the media and, and on social media. Is he kind of the same with the team? And, and I don't know, maybe do you have a, a good Lane Kiffin story? Good Lane Kiffin story. 
I mean, I, not not any I can think of, but yeah, like like I said with that swag, he does bring that to the team. Like y'all can see with social media, just like off what he wears. But you can, when he does the team speeches, like before the game, like tell us he like he just like let's get after it, let's have, let's have a great game, let's do it with some swag behind us. So, yeah. Another question on the left in the back. Your uh, game last year against Tennessee is one of the more memorable college football games of the year. Your memories of that night and sort of the unusual. Uh, you know, the unusual circumstances surrounding the fourth quarter of that yes, game. For sure. Um, having to delay the game because fans are throwing stuff on the, on the field was crazy. Kiffing, catching, what was that? Was that a water bottle or a golf ball? Golf ball, exactly. Yeah, catching a golf ball. That was crazy. Um, I remember me and Sam sharing a sack in the middle of that game. Uh, it just, it was by far my most memorable game. Most memorable game. I'm sorry. For friends of yours who don't play in the SEC, what do they ask you the most about the SEC? They try and, like, gauge, like, what's the biggest difference? But it's like, I just know it. I feel like it's the level of skill that we're playing from other conferences. I feel like just everybody's – every team is great, like, in their own way. Every team brings a different thing, and you have to – and you can't just slight one SEC team. Like, every – they're going to come with it every week. So, I got to – I feel like you got to take every game – Game by game. Like you can't prepare for any other team differently. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.